All right. Um, well, uh, it says the welcome comes after the uh, lighting of the Advent wreath, so I'm just going to wait. So, begin. Okay, that's how that's done. Uh, our, where y'all at? Where you at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to have spare ribs for a... Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to our first Sunday in Advent. The beginning of the church year, so we're... We're a little ahead of everybody else. We get to begin before everybody else. That way, when everybody else begins, we already have begun, so we're already ahead. That's right. That's right. Now we're talking about new math. Um, all right. So our, our order of service is on page 46 and with one voice, uh, and also the, hymnal, the, the hymns are in there, and you probably already got that figured out. And without further ado, we will begin with the, um, let's see, lighting of the welcome, gathering song, uh, 630, verse 1. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. In the Word was life, and the life was the life of all people. The Word became flesh and lived among us.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray together. Stir up your power, O God. Protect us by your strength and save us from the threatening dangers of our sins. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the reading. The first reading is from the second chapter of Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and stay, come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will touch, teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The, the law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into plant, pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is from the 13th chapter of Romans. And do this, understand the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed, the night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not carousing in drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe your sirs yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. 
This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. We sing uh, the hymn of the day, hymn 617a, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. God's grace, His mercy, and His peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Like I mentioned before, we're in, you're in, in the new church year. It, everything is new, and we like new, don't we? You get to start over and all of that stuff. The newest of the new, the, you know, and, and, and what we profess and what we believe in uh, is, is also a new thing, or maybe it's not so new. Maybe it's something that had already existed but has sort of taking on, taken on a new reflection. Matter of fact, it's probably the oldest thing 
that we have because in faith everything was created. Um, even, even the faith that is inhabited in the, in the land when God said, let there be, and the stuff obeyed because it knew that God is God Almighty. So the power of God has reigned supreme ever since, well, it, it, has it, never, it has never been created. It's always been there. And yet we talk about new things. We'll sing a new song. We'll have a new body. We'll, we'll this, these things are new. There will be a new Jerusalem. Well, when we read the lessons, um, especially in Isaiah, it talks about uh, a new, a new uh, Jerusalem coming down. And, um, and it talks about things like, because here we have the establishment of God's kingdom um, here on earth. And, um, and when we think about that, we think about heaven. Uh, but it has some some uh, uh, language in there that that is a little bit puzzling for heaven. Um, he will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. Well, I thought in heaven we weren't going to have any arguments. There's a there's a bit of the here and and uh, and now and not yet. Uh, in Advent, because uh, we're always, I mean, you know, I could march everybody up here, and I could uh, uh, do what I used to do with kids, you know, when we had kids, you know, who would come in here, who's that, what's that, and I would give them all uh, like a, a Snickers bar, and tell them that they couldn't open it until Christmas. Well, that's just torture, isn't it? But But we're waiting, we're waiting for the Messiah to come, and it's and and it is. It's a bit like that. It's a it's a it's a time of penitence. It's a time where we focus on on what is what is real for us, whether it's new or not. And here you have people who will die to save Jerusalem or to capture Jerusalem or to do whatever with Jerusalem, and in the end, Jerusalem. The mountain has never been the highest mountain, and it's never going to be the highest mountain. Jerusalem here on earth is Jerusalem. It is where it is. It has its elevation and all of that stuff. It's going to be what it's going to be, and it's going to be a pain in the behind if you have to walk up to Jerusalem because everybody has to walk up to Jerusalem. However, the highest mountain is not the best place for heaven either. Have you been up on uh, Mount Everest lately? That's the highest mountain. And let me tell you, folks, even in the summertime, it's cold up there. And I don't know how many of you could, I, I imagine it would be, I know it would be fatal for some people because there are some people who have these birth defects that I have somebody in my family who could not go up to Pikes Peak and found that out in a very rude way because, uh, you know, that family member passed out on the train on the way up there because of a birth defect. We're not talking about this kind of a thing because our brain always wants to go physical and, and that sort of thing. And, 
And uh, well, hey, you know, if heaven is on the mount, on the top of Mount Everest, then no, thanks, but no, thank you. This is something that is far different. It is new indeed, but it's always been there. And I guess in some ways, new is what you perceive it to be. Because there are new developments that where we find out that things have been very old. But it's new to us. And that's what matters, right? Matter of fact, we live in the new world, right? But the new world's always been here. And until we discovered it, or somebody discovered it and pronounced that it's new, we never knew about it, so it's new to us. The kingdom of heaven is not new, but it's new to us. But let's not confuse that with new to be replaced by something newer. This is how we get excited about things. That's what's birthdays and Christmas and every time you get a gift, you get something new and we get all excited about that. And this is trying to tell us, don't get too excited about all this stuff and don't base everything on that. Matter of fact, we, we see in, the, in Romans, you know, we shouldn't really be concentrated on how to gratify the desires of, of the flesh. This is not who we really are. Because if anyone is in Christ, he, she, is a new creation. The old things have passed, and all things have become new. We're going to get new names and sing new songs and all the things that good Lutheran Germans hate to do. Nothing new, please. But whether you love new things or whether you don't love new things, The kingdom of heaven is not about old versus new or anything like that. It is about God and his love for us, which, by the way, had already been fashioned into its coming when Adam and Eve fell to sin. And then the whole world fell into sin. And that all becomes old. The earth has become old. We grow older, do we not? It's harder to get out of bed. The new reality is that we will grow old enough to where we will ask God to take us home, if we get that opportunity, because the world is dangerous and, and things happen. That's what I, I you know, it's kind of funny. I, you, you make up these little phrases that you guys wouldn't have to make up, but, you know, we, there's an accident, and, and we pull up on a scene, and, and this person's mad at that person and all of that stuff, and, and believe me, there's some tragic stuff. I just bought that vehicle, you know, and, um, and uh, I go, well, okay, I, I understand, but that's what, they, that's what they call it. They call it an accident, not an on-purpose and that's what it is, because if a person doesn't want to run into uh, somebody else, or at least that's the way it used to be. But 
what is important for us, whether you want to call it new or old, is that we live in a reality that God has fashioned for us and that has come to us in the years, in the centuries of our existence. Jesus coming to us as a little child, born to die. And at the same time, we live, and those people who lived before Jesus and died in faith in God, lived as though Jesus had already come, suffered, and died, and rose. Because that faith encompassed that whole thing. The faith that we have in God encompasses salvation. God gives that faith, and we act underneath that faith. Every day when we get up, we are under the faith that God has given us that bestows upon us a new life, a new way of living. And it encompasses some of these things, that uh, they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks, and nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. You can't even say that about the great United States of America. I mean, if anything, we've learned that the United States spends far more money for military preparedness than anyone else, than any two or three or four or five nations. We are the leaders in preparing for war, being ready for war, and assisting in war. And yet, we're the free, the home of the free. Um, and we're a new nation. Well, we have something newer and yet older. And that is the promises of Almighty God, who put all of these things into motion before there was a United States of America, and certainly before there was a you and a me. He put all of these things in motion, and we now have been born into that inheritance. It may seem new to us, but it's always been, and it always will be. And God, no matter what nation you are born in and what, how, what days you live, God is always going to be the one who is in charge. He's always going to be the one who sees to the end. He's always going to be the winner. And it's a shame that God would have enemies because that's all he needs and all he wants is for our good. But we have to wait on him. We have to bow the knee to him. And that's not a horrible thing to do. It's a wonderful thing to do because what is it? It is our king. Jesus coming to us, riding in humility. And in humility, he was born, he suffered, he died. But of course, as God, death was not the end for him, as we imagine it to be for us. Many of the world, uh, much of the world imagines that. And yet, we rise again, and we know we will rise again. How is this possible? The faith that we have in our God who created all things has told us there is a life after death. 
You don't have to go to on pilgrimage to Mecca or to Tibet or to Jerusalem or anything like that. You don't need those laborious trips. You already know what the truth is and God is going to come to you. Because God is everywhere and God knows everything and everyone. And God bestows faith on those he treasures. So rejoice, brother and sister, in Christ. God has made everything new. You don't have to look at this world and say, oh, remember the good old days? And we all do that. I was doing that just, it might even been yesterday. We were talking about how we used to, we used to do things and we even used to say things. And we had, I don't know if you ever looked at, at old TV and thought to yourself, boy, there's no way that they could make that today because there were some, you know, things that were said, uh, maybe racial slurs, maybe, you know, uh, those kinds of things that used to be said back in those the good old days. Remember when you used to be able to say stuff like that? Oh, I know what it was. Should I say it? I remember for some reason that when I was a kid in school, we used to sing something, uh, glory, glory, hallelujah. The teacher hit me with a ruler, met her at the door, with a loaded 44, and she ain't my teacher no more. <laughs> Remember that? Did you ever sing that? Did you ever? No, never? It's just me? You did. There you go. Thank you, Rebecca. But, but we had that. Well, come on. I mean, that's only one example. We used to... Uh, I mean, did you grow up uh, hearing things like ring around the rosary? No, the ring around the rosy. I, I think it would make total sense, ring around the rosary. A pocket full of posaries? No. pocket full of posies. Upstairs, downstairs, we all fall down. Now that's just, man, you know, I, I can get behind that children's whatever uh, song. Um rock a baby in the treetop. You know, uh, I don't know that you could make those songs today because, you know, this is the new way of, of existing. Well, in some ways it is, isn't it? Because it's not always, so we desire what we know, but it's hard to know what will be. But somehow in our faith we do know what will be and somehow we can rejoice, even though we're not where we want to be and we don't know where we're going. We do, you know, we do say, you know, I think that's going to be great. Why? And the only reason we can say that is because God himself has says it is going to be great. He has said that and he has paved the way. And that's what we look at in Advent. We look at the way being prepared. John the Baptist, you know, and. And if you want to look at it in today's things, it's, oh, here comes that John the Baptist again. He's preparing the way. You know, it's a, it's a great big media presentation that, that Jesus is coming. And look, and, uh, and, and we're reading today about how, how Jesus 
later on. Now, we're just starting to talk about Jesus being born in the manger, and yet, what's today's gospel? His entry into Jerusalem, which is more of a... Don't you think we should save this until Lent? Don't you think we're kind of putting the cart before the horse? But the whole thing is there for us to gain that story that whatever we think is new is old. And this has been established over 2,000 years ago, this kingdom of Jerusalem, which is not even necessarily in Jerusalem at all. But it, these are ideas that God gives us so that we can, we can pre-rejoice or we can rejoice at the coming glory, the coming kingdom that is already here and yet is, is to come. Now and not yet. Yeah, you got that candy bore. You got it. And don't put it in your pocket because it's going to melt. But you have to take care of this candy bar. You got to take care of it. And then when it finally comes to open it, oh boy, is it going to taste good. It's going to be really good. It's going to be wonderful. And that's what God promises us. It looks like it's wrapped in Advent. It's wrapped in Christmas but one of these days, we're going to get to open it. And when we do, oh boy, it's going to be sweet. And uh, it's going to be the best present ever. And it already is the best present ever. And so here we have it. Advent. Staring us right in the face. Showing us what's coming. And it's hard not to get excited about that. Um, but that is the way God operates he lets us exist here now in this world but he also lets us exist then and imagine what's going to happen with excitement with joy uh, with wonder and so let us set our face toward the new jerusalem um, toward the author and perfecter of our faith through jesus christ Amen. We continue with the hymn of response, uh, hymn 629, All Earth is Hopeful.
In response to the word, we rise. In Christ, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. We believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered from Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to heaven to Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Lord's Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation, and therefore let us be reconciled to God. And Gracious God. Have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive our sins, known and unknown, things done and left undone. Uphold us by your Spirit, so that we may live and serve you in the newness of life. To the honor and glory of your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. <laughs> the Almighty and merciful God grant us pardon and forgiveness and remission of all our sins. Amen. Sisters and brothers, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Merciful God, in the mystery of the Word made fresh, you embrace our lives with your great love and humanity. With joy and gladness, we ask that these gifts may be for many a sign of that love, and that we may continue to share in your divine life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As God's people called to love one another, let us pray for the needs of the church, the human family, and for all the Stir up your power, O Lord, to rescue us from the dangers of this world by the advent of your Son, that we may ever walk in his light and learn the way of peace. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Lord. Though we do not know the day or the hour of your son's appearing, second appearing, 
grant that we would always be prepared by sending us faithful pastors and teachers who will boldly proclaim your word of law and gospel to us, that we may constantly be encouraged and built up in the faith. Lord, in your mercy. O God of Jacob, you have established your kingdom as a beacon to call all nations unto yourself. Teach us to walk in the light of your peace. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord of love, visit our homes and defend us from the temptation to walk in the works of darkness that husbands and wives may love one another and raise their children in the faith. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty Lord, you are the authority to whom all temporal authorities must bow. Give wisdom and godly insight to our president, governor, and all who make, administer, or judge our laws. Grant peace among the nations, that swords may be beaten to plowshares and spears to pruning hooks. Lord, in your mercy. Compassionate Lord, look with mercy upon the sick. Visit them during these Advent days to comfort them with your saving gospel. If it be your will, grant healing and peace to all of those people we have in our uh, bulletin and to um, Elliot Arndt, um, who has cancer, uh, Masood Dalili, uh, leukemia, uh, family of uh, Ed uh, Rabelais, uh, Rabelais, who, who passed away, um, also the friends, uh, Patrice Payton, uh, who has back problems. And all of those people that we have listed in our uh, bulletin, Lord, we ask that you would uh, listen to their pleas for help and, and quickly answer their prayers. Lord, in your mercy. O loving Father, you alone know the day and the hour when our Lord Jesus Christ will come again in glory. Keep us steadfast in the one true faith that we may ever be ready for his reappearing. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And leave us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the sending song, hymn 725.
announcement. 